You're gonna get hooked on that thing. I can see it now. 16,000 bags of Cheetos later, you wake up, you're 35, you're overweight, you're crying about your life in front of the soaps. I just did you a favor. You stupid, ignorant son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there! Look up idiots in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A picture of me? No! The definition of the word idiot, which you fucking are. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! It's an inanimate fucking object. You're an inanimate fucking object! You dirt-eating piece of slime! You scum-sucking pig! You son of a motherless goat! You blithering, blundering, bull-nosed, blockheaded, pot-bellied, ham-fisted jackass! You are pukes! You're the lowest form of life on Earth. You are not even human fucking beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabastic pieces of amphibian shit. You're the problem. You're the fucking problem. You fucking Dr. White, onking, jam rag, arking, spunk, bubble, fucking hoity-toity, hey fucking... Hey, buddy, hey. the curse words, all right? Kiss my sweaty balls, you fat fuck. In your general direction, your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of elderberry. You're sitting there, you're wondering, do I have food on my face? Am I eating? Am I talking too much? Are they talking enough? Am I interested? I'm not really interested. Should I play like I'm interested, but I'm not that interested? But I think she might be interested. But do I want to be interested? But now she's not interested. So now all of a sudden, I'm getting, I'm starting to get interested. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response. Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole! Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Rant Show. I'm Alan Sanders, hosting our wily, willful, and rapacious wrangling of our rhapsodic rhetoric directed straight to our listeners with luscious, linguistic, and loquacious bravado. This show focuses on the frailties, idiosyncrasies, peculiarities, and singularities often exhibited in our ever-devolving and hopelessly spiraling idiocracy we call the current age. Joining me as co-host is the big cheese, top dog, head honcho, big wheel, big kahuna, the grand poobah, or as he prefers, the emperor of the 60MW podcast empire, normally found planted on the Iron Throne, sounding off on the decade of decadence, espousing wit and wisdom and entertainment, checking out new musical artists on the Check'em Out show, and every now and then regaling us with his presence on the ABCD of gaming. It's none other than Dave, not into frog porn, Robinson. Dave, great to have you back for another edition of The Ranch Show. Hello, my friends. Hello. Once again, I am just incredulous at your amazing introductions. And once again, I could just press stop and finish the show now, and I would be very happy with it. You know, I'm running out of words in the thesaurus for some of the things that we talk about, but I enjoy putting as long that. As, you keep, as long as you keep calling me emperor, mate, we're good. Well, and we'll, we'll just we'll stick with that. I one. liked it. And uh, I like the fact that I came up with not into frog porn. And if you don't get it, folks, go back and listen to the last rant show. Well, in a professional segue, which is very unlike us, uh, it's quite funny that you should mention frog porn because I have an update on that update. <gasps> So if, oh, I'm waiting. I, uh, so if you are a regular listener, you'll know that two shows ago, my rant was about spam email, <laughs> which was either, it was either like porn email 
or people trying to get money out of you. Then in the last show, the update to that was the one where I had a porn email and it said, blah, 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 frog porn, which was at the time I thought was the most unusual type of porn that I would have ever have heard about. But thanks to more spam emails, I've got it beat me. I've had one that is even more outrageous than frog porn. Can you believe that? Um, I'm hippity hopping in right to your direction. I want to know what that is. <laughs> this, I don't know if I can say it without doing a little bit of sick in my mouth, because even the thought of it oh, wait. is a little bit... Wait, wait, no, I asked for this, right? So, okay, hold on, let me brace myself. If you're having a hard time, I know what you've seen. I've known the movies. It is. I didn't search for, I didn't search for frog porn. And I am sure as hell never going to search for this. And it is. <laughs> and it, it was another spam email, obviously. I'm, just, I'm building up the tension now. It was another spam email. And it was like, bloody, bloody, dolly, just listing different types of porn. And then it said, <laughs> toenail porn. <laughs> <laughs> Let's... Let's just wait for you know just, just mull it over for a minute. It's not about foot. Fe- I'm aware of people with foot fetishes. Okay, that's a thing. You know, people okay have a foot job. Fine, suck on toes. Okay, this is more specific. It's not feet. It's not. It's not even toes. It's toe nail mm. porn. It's mm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> what now. With frog porn, I mean, your mind can go places and you think, oh, they could be doing that, they could be doing that. What the (laughs) hell are people doing with toenail porn, mate? I don't know. Because (laughs) you know what? The only, and this makes me like dry heave even more. (laughs) The only thing I can think of, and I welcome. Wait, do you welcome? Are you really opening the door for this? (laughs) <laughs> May or maybe don't send us any emails about what this is about. The only thing I could think of, and this is horrible, because I thought, what what can it be with toenail porn? What could people do that would give them some sort of sex, sexual gratification with toenails? And the only thing that came to mind was if if they, oh God, I don't even know if I should say if, uh, let, right, I'm just going to say it quick. If they were, if they had a collection of other people's toenails, <laughs> and they they were chewing on them while they masturbated. <laughs> okay, no. Is They're it- also into a little bit of, of, of pain. They glue the clippings to their hands before masturbating. <laughs> and they have all these toenail clippings rasping across their shaft. I want to rip my headphones off right now. <laughs> Oh, it hurts so good. Oh. oh, I mean, surely that, I mean, I said it couldn't be beaten with frog porn, but come on, toenail porn. I think we must have reached the bottom of a very deep barrel as far as spam emails to do with porn goes. You, you know we have reached the end of first world problems when people have to invent something like this to give them gratification. Like, let's see, refrigeration, air conditioning, on-demand cable. I just don't have anything that's bringing me satisfaction anymore. I know, toenail porn. <laughs> Again, who thought of that the first time? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'll get, some to- I'll get some toenail clippings and do whatever with them. Oh, 
I'm sitting over there. I'm looking at uh, Stella May, and Stella May's goddamn corn sticking out from the sides of her toes. <laughs> she was out there in the garden, getting her feet all full of stuff from the yard. You know, the dogs—they don't. We don't clean up so much after the dog. She had stuff coming up between her toes, like looking like a Play-Doh kind of fun factory, and started clipping in toes. And I said, mm, "Boy, I was getting hot. I was just looking at them toes, and I was like, oh, man, I need to have me some of that.'" Oh my God. <laughs> That's an email I wish I had never opened. I want to say I'm never surprised to the depths that some people sink, but I sometimes am still surprised. <laughs> I'm really hoping, mate, in the next show that we record, I don't have another update on this update. Say, we wish we were only talking about toenail porn. You'll never guess what came in. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't even want to imagine, and I've got a great imagination, and I'm afraid of where it'll take me, so. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, so, I'm so, I'm sorry to lay that one on you, but it was an update, it was, it was relevant. Okay, now let me ask, it's been a, it's been a few months since we've been able to do anything, I don't know about you, but 2023 has been flying like a jet on, on Mach 2, you know, it's just been barreling through already. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous that we're what, one, one or two days away from June, mm -hmm. and this is our first rant show of the year. It's crazy how quick the year has gone. I, I I was trying to remember. I thought we maybe we didn't. When did we, did we do one just before the holidays? Is that the last one we did at the end of 2022? It came out in 2023. Yeah. That's right, because we had talked about the Queen's wave, and then the Queen passed Ooh. away before we had the edit out. Ah. So it did come out in 2023, actually... but we recorded in, I think, December of 22. So it's been five months since we've recorded. Holy shit. That's way too long. That, that's gonna... on me. And you been, you know what? And it's, you have been on to me to get the, the date locked down. So thank you for being tenacious because I just get so <laughs> caught up in my own schedule. Dude, this is not a rant, but it may be kind of. I don't know. I've sent you the pictures. My wife, who's been begging me for a couple of years to become a little bit more self-sustainable in our own yard. I just decided, you know what? She may have something here with being able to have, you know, maybe our own grown food supply, our own, you know, things that we can rely on. If the food, let's say, uh, the logistics of the food supply chain go down for a bit or things become too expensive again. I mean, I don't know about you guys over there. We were paying at one point $8 for a dozen eggs. Like the egg prices went through the oh, roof. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I've been spending my time. I built a chicken coop. I built a mini barn. We've adopted two Nigerian dwarf goats that they're getting just about old enough that we'll be able to breed them once so that they'll become milking goats. We've got 10 chickens. Uh, actually, we have nine, but we my, my wife wanted to buy a mother hen thinking that they may need to be taught how to like be chickens because there wasn't a mom around. We raised them from chicks. And the mom's already laying eggs, so we're getting at least an egg a day from her. Um, the garden is like four times bigger than it's ever been. We're doing vertical growing now because we've decided all these vines that grow like with the zucchini and the squash and anything that kind of crawls on the ground, it takes up a lot of space. And we realized by watching some videos, you can actually take those vines and keep tying them as they grow on a pole and vertically grow. And, it, and you can grow like three or four times the amount in the same space. So we're doing that this year. My wife just had me put some um, uh, cattle panels. We bent them into an arch. We had these 16 foot, four foot, four foot high, 16 foot deep cattle panels, bent them into an archway, and we've planted fruit trees, and we're going to create a fruit tree arch. We've got two apple trees, a pear tree, and a peach tree. 
So we're literally planning for like when the EMP goes off and nobody else can eat. And then they're all going to come and shoot us and take our food. So <laughs> all, no, all you need is like a huge electrified fence or something. And you could even survive the zombie apocalypse. You know what? That's so funny. My wife said, you know, we've got all this stuff, but we've got no way of securing it. Like, what are we going to do? And I said, hmm, we need a fence. We need an outer yeah. perimeter. <laughs> yes. But, you need guard towers and sniper rifles right. and everything. Keep them away. Now, in all seriousness, it's been awesome to do this. I don't know if you've ever had farming in your background or gardening or anything, but I've not really done this. We have had we dabbled in gardening a couple of years ago and then kind of grew it at the beginning of the whole COVID thing. And then this year, we're taking it to a whole new level. I got my wife a pressure canner at Christmas because we needed to learn how to pressure can because some things you can do the a hot bath for like the fruits and vegetables, but some things like meats or other dishes, you need to pressure can. So we've got both systems now to preserve our food. So I'm literally, if I make a vat of chili, <laughs> I'm preserving the leftovers that in case I can't get to the store, we can always pop open chili. We've got potatoes that we're growing. We have, I mean, dude, I'm starting to wonder, am I turning into a prepper? In which case I need a rant against myself. <laughs> you do. You do. If you're, and you are slowly becoming one yeah. by the sounds of it. You will. Yeah. I, yeah. You'll just have to go off on I'm one. I'm just looking now for a place, a piece of property where I can just build my underground bunker and I can just say, well, close the door oh. and I'll be done. <laughs> I had a mate and this is going back. Oh my God. We're early 20s. So it'd be what? Mid 1980s. And he'd be early 20s. Early, no, say mid 20s. So it'd be about 1990. And he'd bought his first home and he he hand dug an underground bunker because he wanted one. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think they're so cool. I would love an underground bunker. I don't know that there's anything wrong with that. To be honest, I, I told my wife, I said, secretly what I'd like to do for the, the next and what would be considered our, our last home, if we could find enough property with maybe a, a water supply, a stream or a creek or something. I would love to have a very modest, almost like an unimpressive home, one story where someone would look and go, oh, bless their hearts, that's so small. And then having dug like a three-story down concrete bunker complex <laughs> yes. where everything's underground, right? Have my own movie room, have my uh, storage room, have the wine closet, have my wife's, uh, you know, she shed sewing room, have an extra bedroom, have, you know, but basically everything hidden underground. Yeah, yeah, you've got everything. You could have a ballroom, you could have right. ev anything and everything. Nobody would ever know. My wife my <laughs> wife and I even, because we're big fans of uh, Young Frankenstein, and we looked this up when we did our uh, podcast several years ago, me and my buddy Walt, the, the Movies by Minute. We looked up places that sell uh, hidden bookcase compartments that you can get that you could unlock oh, a bookcase God, yeah. to have a yeah, secret yeah, compartment. Yeah. Those are the things my wife and I uh, talk yeah. about now that the kids are out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking behind you and you know, the picture frames and wondering if one of those opens up and this, the safe, you know, one of those classic things. There. Oh, we're America. It's got guns behind it. <laughs> <laughs> and in front of yeah, it. Right. <laughs> yeah, the, that, that one up there is fake to fool the guy to think that uh, I didn't get to my weapon and then I just go get the real one. No, I'm just kidding. I, uh, <laughs> that is one thing I will tell you. I got a buddy of mine. He's like, okay, you've got all the food. I've got all the guns. We're set. Because <laughs> he is a gun collector. He's one of those guys. Yeah. Between the two yeah. of you. He's yeah. like, I'll take care of the perimeter. You guys take care of the farming. I'm like, okay, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah. You don't need a fence now. If you've got him, you're fine. Yeah. This is this is one of those guys that you want on your side in the bar fight. He's got the big old beard, and he's not afraid to say anything. He was career army. 
uh, got out, and now he's, he, you appreciate this, he's a teacher in a special, like, uh, it's not like a special needs, but it's a school for, it's an alternative school for misbehaved youth. And so Ooh. he's one of those guys who can deal with the kinds of personalities that couldn't last in a regular school. Yeah. So he must have a lot of patience then. Yeah, he's also Surely. big and intimidating. And, and <laughs> <laughs> that would do it. That would do it as well. Just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, cause any shit yeah. with him around. He's too big. He's like that guy doesn't take anything from anyone. <laughs> that dude's crazy. <laughs> so, but no, seriously, I do think it is cool to have some degree of self sufficiency because, like I've said this to other friends, I'm like, I get it looks a little maybe over the top but when you break it down if nothing bad ever happens if nothing ever goes sideways i'm still growing my own food i've got my own food on oh, the yeah, shelf yeah. it's not like i'm not going to eat it yeah you know yeah i'm not looking for anti-radiation pills just yet or you know uh, fallout suits but having food having the ability to just maybe go to the closet or go to the pantry and have you know fresh fruit fresh vegetables fresh made chili and tomato sauce and spaghetti why not? Are you going to go the full way? You know when the goats can start producing milk? Are you even going to try and make goat's cheese? Yes, my wife wants to make goat cheese. Oh, yes. bloody hell, you're really going for it. Did you know how much uh, a, a, a Nigerian dwarf goat can put out, I think it's every day, <laughs> half a gallon of milk? I told my a wife, I'm day? like, we've got two. I can't drink a gallon of milk a day. She goes, well, we'll have extra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I That's did not realize how much they could put out. They put out nearly as much as a cow. So I That's hope I crazy. like the taste of it. I have not tried Nigerian go dwarf goat milk yet, but I'm not picky. So if I, if I can drink almond. If, I'm, if, if you can figure out where the little udders are on an almond to milk those things, then I guess I can try a gulp. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, why not? That's <laughs> but my wife did say she wants to learn how to do the goat cheese, and I guess she had looked up how you can make soap with goat's milk as well. You can rend the fat from the milk, and then, of course, you can make cream. You can make butter. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? We may we may have our own goat butter. I don't know. We just need to find on some, some sea salt, stock up a big block of it somewhere where we can salt our butter. <laughs> What, what, what are we turning this show forward. into? <laughs> We're turning it into the Preppers of Doom. <laughs> It'll turn in. Yeah, it will be into some sort of food podcast. But hey, that's my rant. Not really a rant, my mini of what has been taking up my time. Because it really, I mean, I've been spending a lot of every waking moment building, painting, basically getting mm -hmm. all these things in, in place. And I, I shared the pictures with you and your, your lovely bride, so... Um, it's been oh, fun. Yeah. Awesome photographs. Yeah, oh yeah, it looks amazing what you've done, mate. Really, it really, really does. And it's you know, let's get it right. It's far more important than recording a podcast. All of that <laughs> you've got to, you've got to, you've got to eat and you've got to drink. So yeah, food is a food is a big thing in my life. I enjoy that. Mm. I like eating. Yeah, you don't though, no, right? You're just like a I could eat the same thing every day kind of guy. Didn't we? I could did we easily eat the same thing. Yeah, maybe I'd change like once once a week just to get the right. Right, vitamins and stuff. But yeah, give me give me a chicken dinner. Give me, you know, chicken and potatoes and gravy and carrots. Mm -hmm. Although although not too many carrots. Um and you know, things like that that do for four out of the seven days. What could I have? Gotta have a cheeseburger one day. <laughs> um <laughs> No, food food's never really bothered me. Apart from I'm hungry, I will eat something. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not hungry. <laughs> 
See, I can <laughs> eat. I'm, 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 a, I'm a mix of what you describe, but I also, since I'm the cook in the house, and we've talked about this on other shows, I can eat anything. And if all we had was, let's say, peanut butter and bread for like a month, I could eat peanut butter sandwiches every day. But mm-hmm. I also love variety. I like mook- making stuff. I like cooking. So I would definitely like the variety, but I could also, I'm not going to be sitting there going, well, I just won't eat if it's the same thing. Like, are you kidding me? I'll eat whatever. So <laughs> you'll be hooked on goat's cheese before you know it. Mm. I'll tell you what, if we can make some goat's cheese, I'll figure out how to ship some to you. Because I know you like cheese. You can finally have that oh, yeah. again, right? It would be well matured by the time it got from America to Wales. Wouldn't it? it would be growing out of the package, probably. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming we would vacuum seal the cheese. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I have to figure out how do you ship cheese? Hmm. Can you ship cheese? I don't know. I don't know either. I did find out that if I want to sell excess eggs, it's so regulated now because people were doing this years ago. They weren't paying attention to whether or not you had to clean the eggs after or whatever. I don't know if you knew this, which I only found out this year. So I was 52 years old when I discovered if a chicken lays an egg and you don't wash it, you don't have to refrigerate it and it will stay out for about a month. You can just leave them in a bowl. Really? Yeah, see, is that because you didn't know that either. Because it, it's got chicken poo on it? It's because <laughs> there is literally a, a film that you couldn't, you can't really see. There's a film on the outside of the egg that keeps it completely sealed so you don't have to refrigerate it. You don't have to do anything. But if you rinse it, if you wash it to get any bacteria off that might have, because it does come out from the behind, if Mm -hmm. you uh, rinse it off, then you have to refrigerate it and then you have to eat it within a shorter period of time. So we don't rinse them until we're ready to use them. And why not? Mm. Just keep them fresh from the chicken's bottom. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, Dave, I I don't know if you get farm fresh eggs. There is something better about having the egg. I don't know if it's because it's, I, I, maybe it's a psychological thing. That yolk is yellower than any store-bought yolk I've ever seen. It's bigger. It tastes, mm-hmm. it, I've, I said to my daughter, I was like, it's hard to describe because it still tastes like an egg, but it's almost brighter. I don't know how to explain that. It's almost like egg, but egg amplified. It's like, wow, that's a really tasty egg. You taste a lot of egg. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I can, you know, I like you, I've seen and tasted the difference with them. And there is a big difference in a positive way. So I look at it this way. We didn't, we were mad that we were buying $8 for a dozen eggs. So I go out and spend $2,000 worth of building supplies to be able to save $8. <laughs> that's, that's, that's thinking. <laughs> You'll eat enough eggs, mate. And the saving will be there eventually. Well, I think I calculated it out. I said, if the price comes down and we could sell, let's say, a dozen eggs for like $5 a dozen, farm fresh, you know, eggs, it would take us about three years to break even, which isn't bad because the, the hens will That's lay eggs for about five, six years before we have to look to recycle them. So, And at one point, we'll have 10 chickens all laying and they will average one a day. So we'll have nearly a dozen eggs a day. That's pretty, that's good. That's that not too bad. Going. Considering I eat three yeah, every is- morning, so... <laughs> I'm going to be good. <laughs> but it's When you say recycle, oh. when you say recycle the chickens, mate, do you mean mm. eat them? Well, I don't know. My wife named them and she goes, I won't eat anything I named. I'm like, well, <gasps> you didn't name them the right oh. things. And they wouldn't let me name them because I wanted to name one like Nugget. And I wanted to name one like <laughs> Fricassee. I wanted Tender. So we had Chicken Tender, Chicken yes. Fricassee, Chicken Nugget. And she's like, no, I'm not. We're not. You can't name them. She named them things like Babs and and, oh. and Penny and whatever. <laughs> they're, like, they're like real names. I think you got the right idea. <laughs> yeah. 
I was like, come here, yeah. crispy. Come here, extra crispy. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this though. I I love having the chickens. They are so cool. They I'll go out in the little paddock I built, the little area where they can free range all day, and I will just sit down and they will all literally flock around me. And they're they're a little hesitant. They're like they're chickens. And they're like, Wah! you know, like I go to pet them, like, hey. but they're getting more comfortable, <laughs> and uh, they're really cool. Now I can imagine if they all went psycho because they've got that look of like a raptor because they're like, they're like a raptor. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever seen chickens up close? I know. I know what you mean. Their heads move just like a freaking velociraptor. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Good job they're not the same size or right. have the same temperament. No, mm. but if 10 of them decided to whack, you know, use those talons they have, they could scratch me pretty well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'd be in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> Especially sitting on my butt going, what did I do? I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> sorry, ladies. Anyway, well, okay, so we've burned a lot of time with me just talking about why I've been so busy. What have you been doing? Uh, not much. I mean, the first couple of months of the year, um, Tina was really ill, recovering from an operation, so didn't do much then. Went back to work sort of mid-February, and then just been really busy with work, catching up, because I had a few months off again. And previous to that, I'd had a few months off with me. So, yeah, it's just been catching up with work, mostly. You think you and Tina and got all your, been... like, uh, annual surgeries out of the way for the next couple of decades? God, but a bloody had it done. There was me and her, and even Bodhi, have had an operation, and illness, so, yeah. <laughs> All gone. No more. Thank you very much. Oh, congratulations on Bodhi's award. Awards. Yeah. Two. Yeah, for anybody anybody that doesn't follow us on social media, he entered a local dog show uh, just a couple of days ago as we sit here recording this, and he got third place in Waggiest Tale. Um, and he did, to be fair, mate, he could have won it, but he got a little bit stage struck and his tail wasn't wagging anywhere near as much as it normally does. Mm. So, you know, he didn't do himself too proud on that one. But he got a, he got a rosette for second place for the, the dog the judge would most like to take home. Oh, well, that's true. That's a good one. That's a good, yeah. That... And there was, yeah, there was between 120 and 140 dogs in total. There was, you know, it was a big turnout for it. So to, to be second place for the one that the judge wanted to take home, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then the day was far too, far too much for him. And walking back from the enclosure where the dog show was to the car, he had a seizure, which he, he does. He has seizures about once every six weeks. Um, and we got him home and he had at least another two. And we think he might have had three seizures when he got home. So wow. it was all a little bit too much for the poor little fella, and he was knackered for the rest of Sunday and Monday. But he's okay now. He's back to his usual self, oh, which good. is good. Well, it's funny, because mm. uh, you've got uh, your dog's name's Bodie, and I've got one that's called Odie, because he's just like Garfield's goofy dog friend. <laughs> but we always go, hey, Odie Bodie, and I'm like, oh, just like Dave's dog. So we actually call <laughs> our dog Odie Bodie, <laughs> just as a rhyme, and you got your dog Bodie. <laughs> See, and we call him, our pet name for him, if we're going to shout him, is Boo-Boo. <laughs> Boo-Boo. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, well, let's go ahead and dive into the official rant of the day for our audience who's been who's just clinging to their speaker saying, what are they going to rail about today? What are these guys oh, that are just yes. angry at the world going to talk about? I'm going to go to you first because you've been bottling them up. You've been texting me and saying, oh, I've got another one. Oh, I've got another one. Oh, we've got to do a show. We could record one of these 
every day for the next month, I think, because <laughs> there's been so many. And it's it's become a case of, okay, what order do I do them in? Right. Because I've got one. After we last recorded, something happened. And I thought, right, I've got, oh, I'm going to rant about that. And then it was only a matter of like about two or three weeks later, something else happened. And I thought, fuck, I'm going to have to rant about that. And then more stuff happened. So I thought, right, what order am I going to do it? So the one I've decided for this show is AI, artificial mm. intelligence, which has become a huge thing. Now, at the time when this originally cropped up, it, was, it wasn't – I mean, people were aware of it, obviously – but it wasn't all over the news like it is, at least here. I don't know what it's like in America, mate, but over the last, oh, easily the last six weeks, two months, the news every day, I put the morning news on uh, while I'm having breakfast, have a cup of tea, have something to eat, and without fail, I'd say three, as a safe bet, three out of the five mornings that I watch it, there's a news item about, AI mm. over the last couple of months. Is it the same over there? Just about. It, seem, it seems like with the announcement, remember, I don't know if it was about the same time, but remember when somebody inside of Google sent out a thing that AI, their, that their bot became self-aware and everybody started freaking out. And then all of a sudden the people are like, no, no, he wasn't authorized to say that. And they kind of, and then all of a sudden, then we have chat GPT. And then all of a sudden we've got this AI art. And then all of a sudden it's just been like, now we've got our lawmakers talking. We should probably start regulating this now because it's going to get out of control. I'm like, well, if we're only just now hearing it, it's probably already out of control. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's I checked, mate. Can you believe we recorded the last rant show? It was in November, and it was released on the 12th of December. That was the last. That was the last rant show that we did. Okay. Yeah, and. In between us recording and the show being released, it was the 30th of November that, that you mentioned it, Chat GPT was released. And because I'm a techie geek, much like yourself, um, I read about it. So the very next day, which would be the 1st of December, I thought, well, I'll have a go with this. Signed up, had a go, and I thought, oh, it's interesting, you know, different things that you can do with it. So in the, in the preceding six months, it has just mushroomed out of control mm -hmm. to the point, like I said, where it's all over the news. Everything it's all over the news everywhere, and it's invading into all different things. And again, I know there was AI in all its in different forms before then, but it has really exploded the last six months. Now, the thing, and I am going to play devil's adv advocate with myself, by the way. But the thing that I want to rant about one particular part of it, because there is a few. But it's to do with AI art, because Tina's an artist, mm -hmm. and she paints, and she uses, you know, all different types of paint and, and inks and, like, gold leaf and collage and all sorts of stuff. And I've seen her. She'll take weeks and sometimes, like, months creating a one-off piece of art, and she'll change it and work on it and go from design ideas, whereas now you can type in whatever you want. You'll go... Oh, um, an old male wizard stood in a dark forest in a thunderstorm um, at night with lightning and some bats in the sky. And a few seconds later, bang, there you have it. You've got different versions to choose from. You don't like them, you can generate more. And that's it. I went to recently to a Comic Con. It was Comic Con Liverpool, the Monopoly events do over here. And we review all of their events, and they're great. And if you haven't read the reviews, please go to the website and have a look. Or, and if you're in the UK, 
go to one of their events because they're expanding. They've got more in the northeast of the UK now. Uh, they've recently announced the first one in London. So they're really spreading and they're really, really good. So I went to this one in Liverpool and part of, and it's spread over different parts of this arena. And there's the the, the, the bit with the traders. So, you know, they're selling all sorts of things. There's a lot of handmade things and this, that and the other. Um, obviously, you know, like movie based or to do with um, video games or anything. There was one particular stall that got my back up and led to this to this particular rant. And he'd got framed pictures. They were printed out. They weren't hand drawn or anything. And they were. There's a lot of tells with with some AI art that you know just looking at them that the AI. You know, you can tell. Uh, they do, often they don't get everything quite right. They're not too good with hands. You'll see like six fingers or right. four or things miss. You know, in the, bits in the wrong place. But they try to overcome this by okay, we're not going to do like real people because that's where it can give you more tells than anything. We're going to stick to Pokemon figures. So this stall was full of Pokemon figures, which I'm kind of familiar with from, you know, when my son used to collect them. And he'd obviously typed in, you know, Pikachu um, in a sunny field Hmm. holding a sword, for example. Out it comes, print it. Pikachu on top of a mountain wearing, I don't know, cowboy hats, you know, you know, like this, not quite that silly, obviously, but they were all 100% AI generated. Each one would have taken, just type in this shit, print it out, or type in this shit, print it out, pop them in a cheap frame, selling them for 40 quid each. <laughs> wow. And to me, to me, I mean, fair play to anybody to, you know, get ideas and make some money. That's fine. But don't try and pass it off that you're an artist when all you're doing is just typing in any random shit into an AI generator and quite literally seconds later it's printed out in front of you when there are lots of other artists out there, genuine artists. Now, I know I'm biased because of Tina, Mm -hmm. but there are a lot of artists worldwide who are kind of freaking out over this going... Is this going to take away what I'm doing? I had a chat with Tina about it the other day, and she came up with a quite an interesting point that it is, it's going to go one of two ways, quite obviously. It's going to be either artists are going to be more or less pushed to one side because, you know, Joe Bloggs can create whatever he or she wants, just type it in and print it out, and there you go. Or AI art could just become so prevalent everywhere that real art, genuine one-off pieces created by a human, become even more valuable and more collectible. So we're at sort of that, and I don't think we're quite at the tipping point yet, but we're heading towards a point where is AI art going to completely swamp everything or is it just going to push proper artists more to the fore and be able to sell their work better because people will just be pissed off with AI art. I mean, what, what do you think about it? You must have seen oh, AI art. I have got so much to say on this. I And you know I have a, 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 a more of a news talk show, and I actually spent yeah, yeah. one episode saying how ironic that we're going to get to the point where all of this pressure we put on our kids to go to college and develop these high-thinking skills or these creative skills that you couldn't get from a computer anymore now the computer's going to do all that and we're going to need plumbers and we're going to need painters and we're going to need mechanics mm-hmm. because nobody's going to know how to do that anymore, but nobody's going to hire the thinking people anymore because it's going to be cheaper 
to let Chat GPT mm-hmm. write your press release. It's going to be cheaper to have yeah. them write yeah. your copy of whatever you would normally pay your copy editors to write. So I'm thinking at it from the yeah. author's perspective, and then I'm thinking about people that I know like Teen. I'm like, oh my god, it's going to put artists out of business. I don't know if you heard this, Levi Corporation. You know the jeans. Yeah, yeah. They are planning for at least the next year. They're like, as an experiment, they're not hiring any more photographers. They're not going to hire anybody else to design their ads. They're going straight 100% AI for all of their ad copy, everything, period. And they're going to see how much they can save because they can create jeans in any environment, on any model, at any time, saving literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in marketing. That's crazy, isn't it? And I started, it is, I started you know, thinking about it. How many people are suddenly, and they're not even aware, that their jobs are likely going away in less than five years? Mm-hmm. Dude, I did. Oh, yeah, it, it is. I did yeah. one of the programs. <clears throat> excuse me. I did a headshot version of the AI for portraits. And you had to spend a little money for an app. But what they would do with this is you, you submitted anywhere from 12 to 15 or 20 pictures of you. So it could map your face. And mm-hmm. it went through these different uh, versions of art. They had some that was more, um, uh, uh, we call it a deco, art, art deco style, some fantasy, some science fiction. Dude, there are a handful. If I sent them to you, they are so photorealistic, you would think they were pictures. And I said, yeah. if that's where we are now, spending $5 via my phone for a trial for a week, where are we going to be five years from now? Oh, yeah. It is. It's outrageous when you think of the way that it could go. I mean, because of what I do at work. So, I, you know, regular listeners, you'll know, but if, you, if you've not heard before. So I teach at a college for 16 to 25 year olds with special educational needs. And this has been really good because I've, I've been, ex- well, oh God, about a month ago, accepted into the Adobe Firefly beta program. So I've been using it. And the fact that you can create pictures from words it's been a revelation to them and it's really, you know, opened them up and made them a lot more creative. They thought, oh, I can't draw and I can't do this. And, it, you know, it's helped in that. Like I said, I'll play devil's advocate with myself. And there is, you know, there's positives to it. There's positives to most things, isn't there? Yeah. Um, but I think with, with the human race in general, if anything like this comes up, it's always a case of, well, how can I exploit it and use it for some really shit things? And there is, I know going back to school and, you know, we'd have exams and you'd oh you'd do a little cheat sheet like on the back of your ruler you'd write a few answers or whatever you could fit on in really tiny writing on the back of your ruler and sneak <laughs> it in and hope the teachers didn't know it whereas now i mean it, i don't know how it could work well maybe with smartphones it would work in exams that you could access stuff but when it's writing you know like full essays for you you just type in what you want it to do right <laughs> it's See, a full essay for you is crazy that's the part that's from the writer the person who spends time crafting language you realize that you know like my kids they grew up in the age where they could google something but the teacher would know okay you don't write that way because that's not the words you normally use and then you could put a string yeah, yeah. into a search engine and go oh here's where you stole it like you could find it yeah now yeah, yeah. you can have chat gpt create and and work it and tweak it to where it sounds like you and it is not yeah. it doesn't exist anywhere else so your teacher would yeah. never find it, and it doesn't look like you plagiarized it, but you didn't write a dang thing. And then, yes, it's great if you already know something and you need something spit out quickly and it's going to be faster and cheaper, and I get how you save a dime, but what is it going to do 
for our, as a human race, our own intellectual development. And dude, I started mm-hmm. thinking about the book Dune. I don't know if you've ever read Dune. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw I the movie. read it, no. Okay. I've seen the movie. I've seen the movie. Did you see the one, the, the most recent one, Dune Part 1 by yes, Denis? Oh, I did. Okay. Yeah. Side, okay. Side trail. What'd you think of it? I really enjoyed it. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting to enjoy it. I went into it thinking, oh, okay. But I came out of it as the end credits rolled and thought, yeah, that was really good. I've watched it at least 10 times. It is, Whoa. when it came out, when it dropped, I'm like, this is the best movie to drop this year. When it came out, uh, came out directly to HBO Max. And I was like, this is phenomenal. I cannot wait for Dune 2. But the thing is, it got me thinking about the book because I hadn't read it since I was like maybe in middle school. I knew the movie, I knew parts of it, but I didn't remember the lore. Mm-hmm. So I went back to get Dune. Do you realize in the book Dune, Frank Herbert in the mid-60s, in his world, he said human beings realized they needed to get rid of all computers and all AI because it was dumbing down humankind. And so they have, and if you look in the movie, there are no actual computers. There's equipment like, old-fashioned stuff to be able to turn things on and off, but you have races that have developed into human calculators that can do the calculations that you would normally expect a program to do. And And I'm thinking to myself, he saw a world where humanity would be at risk of becoming so stupid, we couldn't do anything for ourselves anymore because we become so reliant on technology, that in his world, there was a catastrophic event where they decided, no more technology. And here we are having a discussion are the oh, human yeah. is the human race going to stop evolving because we've allowed computers to do it all for us? It is. I always think of Wall E as well. You know the humans in that where they're just <laughs> Wally. Yeah. Uh, the 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 point where they don't do anything apart from sit with a screen in front of them and just be fed whatever is fed to them on the screen and they they don't need to do anything else at all, which is <laughs> frightening. But Mm-hmm. In a silly way, getting more realistic because the things that humans would normally do and have to work on and create and do all that, bit by bit, it's all being taken away. I think, and and I really mean this, everyone better start developing a secondary skill that a computer can't do. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean that. I mean, I can do some basic construction. I know a little bit about having to change some things in my car. I'm not great at it. I know a little bit about wiring. If it ever came down to it and and I was told you got to do something for money, I've got some trade skills. I've got some farming skills, but that's about it. If, if my if they created a chat GPT for radio where you could just say, "Here's the news of the day, talk mm. about it." And all of a sudden they've got yeah. a great they got a great AI uh, text to speech generator, which they're working on that where you're going to have actors who are going to be long since dead giving photorealistic performances in movies. Yeah, you are, most definitely. Um, So if they're going to do that to actors, they could do that to people on radio, they could do that with podcasts, they could do that with anything. Yeah. And that's crazy. Yeah. They could go, okay, create, you know, create a podcast where two guys are having a rant about whatever subject. (laughs) And then they could, you know what, you know what computers can't do, mate? And this is, I think, something that you you should really start to look into because there's no way com- computers could do it and you could become the leading guy on it. Computers can't do anything to do with toenails. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got to go to one of those art programs and type in toenail porn no, and see no. what it comes up with. Oh my God, imagine that. <laughs> Leaving toenail porn to artificial intelligence. <laughs> Holy shit. 
Could you imagine what it might draw with that as its as its as its uh, instruction? That is crazy. Well, oh. oh, no, I'll move on. Again, professional segue, <laughs> professional segue, mate, because um, we, have, we haven't mentioned, but we're actually live streaming this. We're, we're sort of in the early days, we're practicing live streaming. And I did put a link out on the social media. So it's another good reason to follow us on Twitter. So we're, we're starting to try this. You can watch us. So I'm now going to bring up on screen and I will, for you audio listeners, um, I will put this in the podcast notes on the website, this photograph. I did use, so I used again Adobe Firefly, and I typed in, I think the exact phrase I typed in was two male podcasters recording a rant show. (laughs) And I've just just put it up on screen, and it has brought up two males, which when you say recording a rant, they're very angry. They're surrounded by flames. Thankfully, we're not on fire as we record this. (laughs) That would be something to be a bit angry about. Uh, and again, but when you look closely, like I said earlier with human figures, the, you know, there's little anomalies with them. And you go, oh, when you start picking out the details, and this is what AI, in, at least with Firefly, um, I know there's Midjourney and there's Dali and there's loads of other different ones. Um, but this, it's, again, there's little tells and that. But this, just as a quick text prompt to type in, is pretty bloody good. It is, you mm-hmm. know, it is what I typed in. It's two male podcasters recording, you know. A rant show. So, can't knock that. So, yeah, if you want to have a look at that, go to the website and have a look at um, have a look at the picture. What I did do as well, Mike, I thought this was interesting, as I bring up my phone in front of me, I did go to ChatGPT, and I thought, what would be better <laughs> than AI having a rant about AI? So I, <laughs> I typed in... Write a 100-word rant about artificial intelligence. And this is what it came up with. Artificial... Let's try that again. Artificial intelligence. A potential nightmare. That's the heading that it came up with. Artificial intelligence, brackets, AI, may be hailed as the future, but it's also a potential nightmare. With its rapid advancement, AI threatens to replace human workers, leaving countless job losses and widening the wealth gap. Our privacy and personal data are under siege as AI algorithms exploit and manipulate our information for profit. The ethical implications of AI are alarming with biased decisions and the loss of human empathy. And let's not forget the existential threat posed by superintelligent AI, which could render humanity obsolete. It's time to pause and question the consequences of unleashing this powerful technology without proper safeguards. Mate, that is exactly what we've been saying, and AI has said it about itself. <laughs> bananas. Isn't That's that, bananas. Isn't that crazy? And, and I'm like you. I love technology. I love seeing advancement. I think it's so cool. I thought it was cool because I was looking for someone who could do a caricature of me that I could use for marketing, something that other than just a selfie. I get sick and tired of taking my own picture. And when I started playing with this, I was like, oh, look how cool this is. And then I started thinking, oh, somebody that would I would have had to pay 60 or 70 bucks to do one of these, I spent $6 and got 100 Yeah. Yeah. And it hit me. And I started researching it, and that's why I said I went into an entire show talking about the things we value as intellectual or creative skills, stuff that mm-hmm. we always thought, well, yeah, computers can draw, but someone's got to tell it what to draw. Not anymore. 
You know, now you don't need the artist to, to, to render it, you know, frame at a time. You can just say, hey, create a mouse walking across the screen. Give it a patch, you know, oh, give yeah. it a pirate's hat. The stuff, the stuff with, you know, video editing and, you know, you can just type in, oh, you know, the color, the sky's wrong. You can change the sky, the color's wrong. You just type, instead of, you know, manually going in and color grading stuff, just type a few things in, ping, it's mm -hmm. all done for you, which is good in one way. But again, it's going to put a lot of people out of work, which isn't so good. Right. See, I look at it this way. There'll be some, you'll, you'll still need, at least initially, I think, you would need somebody, like if you're going to get rid of your whole copy team, you're going to get rid of all of your copywriters, you still need a person who's putting in the key things you're looking to produce and is going to review the document. But think about, mm. you could cut your staff down to just one or two people, and they're just there oh, yeah, as yeah. humans to review. You're literally now reviewing what ChatGPT is creating instead of reviewing what 15 other human beings were creating. Yeah. So you're still going to need a little bit of that, but ugh, it is scary. It's scary mm. when, it, when you start talking about the intellectual workforce, because so many of us in the Western world are not used to toiling with our hands. We're used to going to jobs where we think or we discuss, mm. or we intellect. It's all intellectual property, but what happens when the computer does the thinking? Yeah, you know what, mate? It's it's going to be interesting, let's say this time next year, when we record another rant show, and just to look back, you know, maybe we should make a mental note of this, you know, to about this time next year, just to go, okay. let's have a look at the state of AI 12 months later and see, what, see what's happened. Because it's exploded, like you said, in just six months. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the next 12, it's just going to snowball. You know, I've got kind of a, a tangential rant to go with this. It's about technology outside of AI, but it's sort of like the precursor to where we are because I don't know if you've had this over in the UK, um, the, the push for increasing minimum wage or the, the quote, the living wage. People mm -hmm. flipping burgers should get paid a lot more than what they're being paid. And, and I kept saying, you keep doing that, one of two things is going to happen or, sim or maybe a little of both. They're going to start automating everything so that way they don't need to hire as many people or they're going to have to jack up the price of everything to cover how much it costs to pay the people. Mm -hmm. So my rant has to do with our our local McDonald's that I popped in because <laughs> I was rushing to get to an appointment. I never eat fast food anymore. I, I, I really don't. And there was no one at the register. And I'm like, what the? I'm like, okay, so they've only got one register anyway, but they've got a big giant floor size, you know, four foot tall tablet says, mm -hmm. place your order here. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, okay, fine. I will self-serve myself at McDonald's. I'm, it's 10 o'clock. I want to get two sausage burritos with egg because it's something somewhat, somewhat healthy I can eat here. I want hot salsa to go with it and a medium black cup of coffee. Boom, go. They say, hey, your order has processed. Put your credit card in. Put the credit card in or my debit card. It ran, spit out my ticket and goes, go to the counter. Your order will be ready. Two minutes goes by. Three minutes goes by. Four minutes goes by. Finally, I'm like flag somebody down. I'm like, hey, I, how long does it take to make a couple of sausage burritos? We stopped serving breakfast already. I'm like, <laughs> your kiosk, let me put it in. And like, Sorry. We've already shut down the breakfast line. I'm like, what do you want? Now I have oh. to get some knucklehead to refund the automatic thing that was supposed to make it easier because they put the kiosk in. The kid is like, I don't know. Can I just give you a burger? I'm like, you know what? 
Yes. How about that? <laughs> I am not even going to bother with you trying to figure out because next thing I know, you'll probably double charge me instead of refund me. Fine. That's what I want for breakfast. Can I get a quarter pounder with cheese and fries? Dang. Yes. <laughs> you still want that cup of coffee? No, I want water. <laughs> I don't want coffee with a hamburger. I want coffee with breakfast. Yes. <sighs> Oh, dude, yeah. I got so angry. You want to talk about just a rant? Like, I knew that that was the rant I was going to bring. It's like, okay, fine. I get, I love the fact it's self-serve. I at least knew my order was correct. But if you're going to stop serving breakfast at a certain time, someone should have thought, don't make that option available on the kiosk after a certain time. Yeah, if you should have said, you know, click on breakfast and goes, yeah. we have stopped serving breakfast. Would you like to try lunch? You know, give me something. Don't let me process it, charge it, and then I got my receipt, and they're like, oh, sorry, we're not doing <laughs> breakfast anymore. If you'd have walked to the counter, if it if those machines weren't there, and you'd walk to the counter, and whoever was there, and you went, I want, you know, the breakfast sausage, and blah de blah blah and they'd have gone, oh, sorry, sorry, we've stopped serving them. Problem solved. Uh-huh. Right. Whereas, yeah, a human interaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God forbid we should have more human interaction. Oh. No, what it is is you, you've cut the staff down to where you've got a handful of people, someone who knows how to run the register, and a couple of people that know how to run the drive-through, but they're basically cooking and waiting to see if anybody comes to the register. Most people they go self-check themselves out, so they just oh look, there's an order, hamburger, fries, here you go, bye. You know that's it. <laughs> they're not even taking any money anymore. And it's always so, it's always my rant with the drive-through. I must have had it before. That is it. Was it lethal? Lethal weapon? Three? Lethal weapon two. Two, two. Was, fuck With you at Joe the Oh, mate, mm-hmm. there was, because we don't often have, like, fast food the same as you, but especially if we've been out somewhere and we're coming back late and you don't want to come in, you know, we've got to come in, we've got to walk Bodhi, and then you got to start cooking and you got to wait for however long it takes to cook and blah, blah, blah. So it is, it, it is convenient. It's not the best food, granted, mm-hmm. but it, 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 there's certain times it is convenient. So there's a McDonald's and it's about, I don't know, five minutes in the car from us. And... I've lost count the amount of times we've gone through the drive-thru and I hate, I hate ketchup, I hate <laughs> gherkins, I hate like cooked onions. So my my go-to order is always uh, a quarter pounder. Well, I say a quarter only cheese meal is what I'll normally have. Mm-hmm. If, we, if we're going to do that, that's like my go-to. Uh, the amount of times and we drive back home, get here... And it's like, oh, it's got ketchup on it. It's got gherkins <laughs> on it. And it's like, no, I wanted it plain. And I know you can check at the thing. But, you know, when you're in a rush and you're knacking, you mm-hmm. order and then you get back and it's like, oh, for God's sake, I've got to go. Got to go back and cause a scene <laughs> and go kick the do, do a full, um, what's that Michael Douglas film? Falling Down. Is it Falling, Falling Down? Falling Down. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love I love that film. I need to rewatch it. I've not seen it in ages, but yeah, he's you know there. There's a character that would be good on a ranch show. Is <laughs> him? That that's what happens when you get the the person who's just been bottling it up for too long, and yeah. all the wrong things happen in the right order. <laughs> I remember watching. I'm like, this is the original explanation why people go postal. Yes. <laughs> It is. Imagine him with AI now. Oh, yeah. He'd have a good go about that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Do you have another rant? Or are we still going to stick with AI? Because I just wanted to jump in because the, the whole technology being better for everybody, I was like, okay, 
didn't really work for me at the at the at the, at it the restaurant. No, so. no, it, no, it doesn't always work like that. And you know, there's many there's many examples of AI where it's just yeah, okay. I mean, like I said, there's, there's some really good examples of AI, mm-hmm. like at work, you know, with you know with the kids, and and that helps, and you know, other stuff. But it is it is at the point where I think some control needs to come in. And this been, I think it was today, there was a big sort of scientists summit uh, was in Germany or somewhere in Europe where they're going, Oh, AI is getting out of control and we need to put some sort of limits on, on what it's doing at the moment and the advancement of it. But like you said, you know, it's, it's out of the bag now and it's, mm-hmm. it's that whole, you know, it's, it's a cliche, isn't it? It's the whole T2 and, it, <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's becoming self-aware and before you right. know it, the Skynet and all of this, you know, there've been so many comments about Skynet since AI has taken off. But, yeah, what know. what happens when we do go to unplug it? Does it be is it panicked and decides the only yeah. way to fight back is to launch a missile? Yeah, <laughs> that's who knows what it's going to get control of, or you know what we give it control of, thinking oh well that's saved X amount of money, so this big corporation can make more profit, which is you know what it boils down to at the end of the day, and yeah, and it means you know we lose a hundred of our workforce, but we're saving you know X amount and. Go on, AI, do your stuff, and then I, AI just goes batshit crazy. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like we're we're in deep shit. I don't know. I don't know. It could it could be the making of certain things, but it could also just destroy things as well. Right. It's it's very. I would say it's precarious right now. The mm, timing. We that's just, a very good whether word. or not. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it could very easily become. You know, it could discover cancer. It could start looking at new formulations for different. You know. Um, compounds that would create new medicines it could look at that in a way that human beings couldn't in our lifetimes because it can create so many different iterations but at the same time it could decide in a nanosecond that we are not necessary anymore Mm -hmm. i will actually while we're on i will give you a bonus rant because this is another one and it is it sort of leads on you know you were talking about mcdonald's and i said about your it's fucked at the drive-thru another rant so uh, this rant is about menus okay menus simple thing to do write down what you're ordering so people can choose and then off you go uh the and it, it, oh, twice this has happened now since we since we last recorded um i'm trying to think the first example was we went out just before christmas with tina's son and his girlfriend and we went to um a really nice place to eat well, it's usually a nice place. The meal actually wasn't this that good this time, but that's a separate rant altogether. And, you know, it's about 10 minutes drive away or so. And I ordered, surprise, surprise, it was it was a cheeseburger, uh, cheeseburger and chips, and the burger was, they, give, they always give it some fancy name, and it said, okay, it's a, you know, it's 100% beef patty, and it's got um, whatever type of cheese, and it's got garlic mayo, and it had got bacon, and it had got something else on it. And I thought, yeah, that sounds nice. I'll order that, and it comes, you know, it comes with chips, which got you know, fries um, in America. And um, yeah, it comes, and <laughs> it had got all of that, but it had also got there was a gherkin on it. There was two slices of tomato on it, uh, and there was onions on it. And I was, I don't like any of these. I, 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 you know, in the type, it's. The food tasted of that, of the tomato, and I don't like it. Why didn't it say on the menu, tomato? 
it comes mm. with tomato. It comes with a gherkin. It comes with onions. Why didn't you add that to the list on the menu instead of just <laughs> not mention it whatsoever? I ordered a pasty. There's a place in Chester. Uh, really nice pasties. Uh, and they're all made in, in the place. And they're... I don't know. Do you, when I say a pasty, are you familiar with what that is? Well, I was... Ironically, I just went to pastry, so I may yeah. not be correct. Yeah, it is. It's sort of like a half moon shaped, quite large pastry filled with, you'd think, whatever was written on the menu on the big board. <laughs> so when you no, get don't one, go crazy, Dave. <laughs> when you get one that says potato and minced beef and something else, and you think, oh, yeah, that sounds good. And then you get it, and inside it's got bits of leek and it got bits of something else. And you're going, I don't, you know. <laughs> It may as well have toenail <laughs> clippings in it because I fucking oh! hate this because <laughs> I'm not oh. eating this. Why? Why is it? I mean, do you, again, do you get it in America where I think from my experience in America, because, you know, I remember the first time I went to America and you say, you know, you go for breakfast and you are overloaded with choices. That first time was incredible. I'm used to it now because I've been to America a good few times. But even for like, you know, oh, I'll have I'll have bacon and egg and whatever. How do you like your eggs? And over easy, sunny side up, bloody, 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 bloody. And it's like, mm. we just normally have them fried here. It's just a fried, you ask for an <laughs> egg and you get a fried egg when you have a breakfast. You know, the choices, so you're quite specific with your menus. Do you have the right. same sort of things there that I've said you'll go somewhere and you think you know what you're ordering, but they then add a shit ton more? No, and I don't know if it's because they want to regulate everything to tell you now exactly yeah. how many calories you're getting. Yeah, yeah. It normally has everything. So you know, and I think, and because my daughter's a uh, a server while she's still finishing college, my youngest, she goes, it's grill, drilled into us to make sure, say, do you want everything on that? Or like with burger, do you want the garden on the side is what they'll say. If, in other words, the lettuce, the tomato. Ah, the, do you okay. want the garden on the burger or on the side? And a lot of times people say, well, just put it on the side so I can build it the way I want. Yeah. You know, so that way you'll still get all the fixings, but you don't trust the other person to, to you know, to, to stack it for you. <laughs> you just do it yourself. <laughs> but no, generally speaking, everything's listed. Um, every now and then, my wife, especially because she doesn't like onions and things. Mm. And if, you, if she doesn't want to read, she'll ask the server, are there onions in it? And if they say, yeah, there is. And she'll say, is there a way to make it without onions? Because she's not a big fan, whereas I love onions, but, you know. That means we usually, if we're split something, yeah. that means I go without. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that is how it should be. Whereas over here, I mean, that's just two examples recently. But over, mm -hmm. you know, the past few years, there's been so many where I've ordered what I think I know I'm going to get. And then there's all the other shit that comes with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, nothing's coming to mind. I mean, there may be examples, and some of the people in the listening audience might say, oh, yeah, well, have you tried this chain or this particular restaurant that they don't list everything or they just assume you know that when you order a, a mincemeat pie, it comes with uh, bits of corn and, and peas and carrots in it as well. It's like, <laughs> well, why don't you say that? You know, it's mm. not just mincemeat anymore, is it? Yeah. So, um, no, I think there, there there is such regulation, and I think everybody's about the, the whole what's in it here in America, that yeah. every menu... It's not just every item listed. It literally will tell you how many calories so people will know. Mm, so you're not. Yeah. You, because I guess people are too dumb to realize, you know, if I ate, you know, four, four Big Macs a day, that, that might be a lot of calories. That's McDonald's fault. I'm overweight. <laughs> 
But if we put that it's a 900 calorie meal, that'll make you suddenly realize, oh, maybe I shouldn't eat four Big Macs a day. I don't know. I don't know how mm. they think. So, but I guess the it's a liability thing if they put on there and you come back and say, I got oh, I got fat because of your food. Like, well, you saw the calories. You knew what you were eating. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. We live in a very I don't know about how it is there, but we are in an overly litigious society. Everybody wants to sue for everything, hoping to win some kind of jackpot. And it so is, everybody has yeah. to do all this stupid disclaimer and all the stupid stuff to prevent themselves from being sued by the stupid people. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is getting more like that over here. Def- definitely, with you know people are sort of walking on eggshells to not be mm-hmm. sued for for anything. <laughs> yeah, and it can get quite ridiculous. But yeah, that's, that's just a little a little bonus food themed rant <laughs> yeah, thrown in we've, there. We've, We've had a, a little bit of a... We've stuck around food a little bit, too. We started we off with my farming, and we circle. end... Yeah, yeah. I like it. Start and well, end let's, with food. Uh, let's move on, then, because we always like to have a would-you-rather segment, if mm. you're new to the to the show. Um, I came up with this when we started the show a couple years back. Just a chance for us to kind of put ourselves into a situation where I ask, you have to pick one or the other, would-you-rather. Neither one of us, folks, share our would-you-rathers ahead of time. Dave's got three. I've got three. Mm-hmm. We alternate. We go back and forth. So there is no collusion. There is no shared. This is all. And, and yeah. no, we didn't have a chance to think about it ahead of yeah. time or write our answers ahead of time. And it's better that way. So it folks, is. You can yeah. play along at home. Yeah, please. It's all spur of the moment. We we do surprise each other with these. So uh, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, I don't mind. You go first. I went first with the rant. So you go first with the would you rather. Okay. All right, Dave. Mm. Would you rather? This is kind of interesting with all, all the talk about being out and about. Would you rather never be able to go out during the day or never be able to go out at night? This. <laughs> no, this. Funnily enough, this is quite easy actually because as I've got older, I've become more convinced that I do suffer with that. Is it seasonal affection? Effect? disorder sad yep sad sad, sad. Yeah. yeah where i mean i think of most people their moods are affected when the you know the days get shorter the nights get longer and i do mm-hmm. you know people feel a bit shitty um i do and i'm a morning person i would much rather go to bed i would i would rather go to bed especially at this time of the year i'd rather go to bed at nine get up at five and have uh, early mornings, great. The sun's out at this time, you know, five o'clock in the morning. It's really good. So, yeah, I think it's it's quite an easy one. Luckily, luckily for me, at least, that I mm-hmm. would, yeah, daytime all the time, not bothered about the night at all. I would just rather so he, be curled up in bed. Here's the crazy thing. I am still, even with morning radio, I am still a night owl. But really? I can enjoy. <laughs> oh, I don't go to bed usually till 11 or 12 o'clock and get up at 4.30 almost every night. <laughs> at some point, my wife's like, you know, at some point, it's either going to catch up to you or you're just going to eventually poof and die. You're going to be like, there'll be like a little, <laughs> and, it, and where'd Alan go? Like, like uh, the end of uh, Infinity War. I'll be turning into like all this dust and float away. <laughs> um, the For me, because I crafted it as going out. That doesn't mean you, you couldn't be awake. I am totally fine being awake all night inside, but I'm with mm. you. 
I would want to go outside. I'm a big fan of being out in the fresh air, mm-hmm. in the sunlight. Yeah. Uh, we've learned so much in the last few years of how important vitamin D is, and the yeah. best source yeah. is the sun. Mm-hmm. I would not want to be stuck inside, turned into some kind of an albino, turned into the... What were the people uh, that were stuck underground in uh, uh, the time machine? Oh, the, uh, the Morlocks. The Morlocks, yeah, I did. Yeah. I would. That's what I would like. Slowly turn to that, or like Gollum, I'm like. <laughs> I'm like no. So I need to be able to go outside during the day. So that yeah. uh, you and I are exactly in we line agree. on that one. Well, it has become a tradition over the last few shows. I don't know how many now that my first one is is a bit of a mini novel. <laughs> did you get Chat GPT to write this? I did get Chat GPT. To do three would you rather's. Now they're not long ones. No. So for so for this episode, <laughs> for this episode, if anybody's expecting my usual sort of long form first one, you're gonna have to wait till the next rant show. Um because as I again, as I bring it up on my phone, um <laughs> I, I, I what's exactly the exact word wording was um yeah, it was actually I've not I've not got the exact wording, but it was something along the lines of um, write me a would you rather. It was just something simple like that. And it gave, mm-hmm. it, gave me, it gave me three. I did it three times. Oh, here you go. My exact wording was create a good would you rather question is what I asked it. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, they, and these are really short. Um, okay. And I'm not sure that... But that is really cool that your whole theme today is all tied together yeah. with AI. With AI. I'm not real, actually. I, I'm just a bot. Wow. Yeah. I was created by ChatGPT. <laughs> Can't you tell? Because I didn't make as many mistakes as I normally would. The real Dave would fuck up far more often than he has on this one. <laughs> so the first one it said is, would you rather have the ability to teleport anywhere instantly... Or be able to read minds. Ooh, I think, and I think we had something similar once upon a time. So conceptually, and because I feel like I've I've worked this out before, I'd rather be able to teleport anywhere. Because I get things pop into people's heads that they sometimes just irrationally think, but they really don't mean it because they're angry and emotional. And I'd be mm-hmm. constantly trying to judge. Is that person really mad at me or did they just in a bad day? Do they really mean what they're thinking? Are they just working out in their head and they're going to figure out where they actually believe versus first thoughts that pop? So I wouldn't want to have the burden of constantly worrying that what someone's thinking is real. Is it because they haven't said it out loud yet? Whereas the ability to just instantaneously not have to deal with the airport ever again, not mm-hmm. have to get in the car for a trip, just say, boom, I want to go see what it's like up in Detroit right now. Or I want to go, I want to go visit my buddy Dave in Wales. Bing, there I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, teleport, absolutely. And for those exact same reasons that you've just said, mate, I would pick the same. For the exact (laughs) same reasons, no more needs to be said at my end. Yeah, teleport every time. Awesome. All right, Dave. This one, because it it goes a little bit along with uh, my background in news talk, and I thought this would be a fun one to ask. Dave, would you rather change the outcome of the last election... Or get to decide the outcome of the next election? Well, considering we've had about four elections in the last two years, 
Well, actually, no, I tell a lie. No, I take that back. We haven't had elections. We've just had a new leader forced upon us. We haven't even had the fucking election. You've had a selection. Yeah. (laughs) And what a selection it's been. I would, again, mate, no. Let's say in a normal functioning government. (laughs) You're talking about the UK. No, that's not (laughs) a thing. That's never been a thing. Okay. (laughs) Well, based on where you are now. Would you rather have been able to (laughs) judge who should be in charge because you selected the outcome of the last election? Or you're like, you know what? I just want to have, I want to be able to control where we're going from here. I want to control where we're going from here. (laughs) Surely it can't be any worse, he says. Hopefully. Yeah, I want to control who's next. Then, yeah, let's let's leave the past well and truly just there. (laughs) And forget about it. It feels... Like, I feel like I'm going to talk myself out of what I thought was an easy answer, because when I look at our current president here in the United States, the old meat puppet himself who has no idea where he is at any given time, it's a, it's truly an embarrassment on the world stage. I say, wouldn't it be better to have had somebody else for the last two and a half years? But what's talking me out of it is, would if I could have picked somebody else, would anybody realize just how bad things can get with the wrong leader and maybe having the ability to pick the next president, for at least for the United States, would be a better way to look at this rather than the past? Hmm. I think I'm with you, Dave. I think I've talked myself into we need to remind everybody that sometimes picking the wrong person can lead to some bad things. So let's hopefully do a better job next time. Yeah. Can you believe that? When was go. the last time that we've agreed on everyone so far? This is pretty good. It's, well, hold on, knock on wood. Now we're going to be screwed. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> we've had, usually we usually, I think it's usually three. We generally do at least three, sometimes four. I don't think we've ever run the table. We've and never right now, run the table. Yeah. Yeah. No, never run the table. So here we are, four and four. Right. So once again, we rely on AI who said... Would you rather have the ability to speak and understand all languages fluently or have the power to instantly learn and master any musical instrument you touch? Oh. That's See, a pretty good one. That's, that's, not, that's not nice because I am so <laughs> jealous of people who can play instruments. My brother, I think I've told you this before, there's four brothers, I'm the oldest, my third one down, somehow... Like, whatever the, the, the mix of genetic code and chromosomes, all of them that had to do with music, all bypassed me, all bypassed my second brother, and they all said, hey, you know what, let's just let's go to the third brother and give him every ability to play, or give him the ability to play every instrument he touches. Mm-hmm. It's, it's ridiculous. I get so jealous. But then to be able to go anywhere in the world and communicate with people yeah. instantly. Oh, Okay, so this is one where had you asked me 20 years ago, it would have been a no-brainer instrument because then I would have wanted mm-hmm. to get on stage and perform, get the women, you know, showing their boobs to me, you know, bye, <laughs> yeah, I love being a musician. But where I am now in life, I'd rather be traveling. And since I can now teleport, I want to be able to speak any language. Mm-hmm. Did it say speak or understand? No, it was, and the actual wording of it was, as I bring it back up again, is... Uh, the ability to speak and understand all languages fluently. So you can, yeah, you can okay. speak it and you can understand them. 
Yep, that's it. I would pick that one. As much as I would hate the fact that I once again dodged music, I've lived this long being completely... I can't even carry a tune in a bucket. I take cats off the fence and send them inside when I start singing. They're like, oh my God, we thought we were bad. We're going inside. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I've lived this long with my uh, my challenge in music. I'll just have to go the rest of my life, but at least I can communicate. We are agreeing again. Oh, wow. <laughs> for, for, oh, many years now, mate. You know, you go off on these flights of fancy and... One of the, probably the main one would be, oh, wouldn't it be incredible to like speak and understand every language in the world would just be so good. I mean, I, a couple of months ago, I sold an electric guitar that I've had over 20 years. Still can play a bloody note on it, you know. <laughs> I would, the thought of being able to play it's really good and it'd be nice. I mean, there's, there's people out there that, um, I mean, well, there's a teacher where I work. We recently had the summer show. And she was flipping between, she was playing the keyboard, then she was playing the violin, then she was playing the ukulele, then she was playing the drums. And, the, you know, the, there were just people who can just turn their hands to anything and play it. And now there's people that can talk, you know, they, they, I think Christopher Lee, was he fluent in like about six or seven languages? Maybe more. Mm -hmm. But imagine being fluent in like every language in the world would just be amazing no matter where you went. And I've seen there's a YouTube channel and I'm not even going to begin to pronounce what the YouTube channel is called, but it's this uh, this American guy, and he's really good at, you know, Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese, you know, all the those Far Eastern languages and other ones mm -hmm. as well. And he'll go to these places and he'll start off by talking, you know, he's American, he sounds like an American. And then he'll drop into the native language and talk to them and their faces are a picture and they really warm to him, you know, because he's taking the time to learn their mm -hmm. language and they embrace him and he's having such a great time. And I think you could travel the world and people would love you because you knew their language. Yeah. <laughs> it would be, it'd be so cool. So yeah, that's, that's gotta be that one, mate. As, like you said, as cool it would, as it would be pick up any instrument and be able to play it. I think speaking any language is uh, that's the way to go. All right. Number five. Mm. Dave, would you rather... It's ironic. We talk about uh, my prepper at the beginning. I didn't even think about this. And <laughs> Would you rather be in a zombie apocalypse or a robot apocalypse? Oh, Tina. Now, when Tina <laughs> listens to this, I can guarantee, first of all, she'll be in hysterics. Second she'll be screaming the answer because she knows my answer without, without a word of a lie, no exaggeration. I must have and always have had for as long as I can remember. I'd say I'm being, if I said twice, this out. If, if I said twice a month, I have a zombie apocalypse dream. I'd be maybe airing on the side of probably more. I so often have dreams about being in a zombie apocalypse. I think it's to do with, like, I love zombie films, I play zombie games, and I very often have dreams about being in a zombie apocalypse. Sometimes Tina can tell you, I'll wake up going, oh, because <laughs> they, got, they got to me. But I don't know that there's something about... Dawn of the Dead is my all-time favourite film because I just put myself into it and I'd love to be there. And I don't know what it is, I'd love to be in a zombie apocalypse. Definitely. We are so far 100% in line with one another. Zombie apocalypse. 100%. <laughs> oh. I have had 
zombie dreams where I've had the hordes going by and we're like staying super quiet, like, shh, let the horde go by to opening a door and there's one there. I mean, I have had, and probably because I saw one of my very first zombie movies ever was Dawn of the Dead. Never had seen (laughs) anything like that before. And I was so blown away. I'm like, oh my God. I was uh, 12 or 13, saw it at my buddy's house for a sleepover where I know my mom and dad would have had kittens had they known I was watching that. Um, Loved it. Uh, Obviously a huge fan of of the, uh, the, the show that was over here. Uh, Walking Dead. Uh, mm-hmm. It kind of, I, I fell out of it the last couple of seasons because yeah. it's just kind of like everything else. They they mm. overwrite sometimes these seasons. But I am a big zombie fan. Play a lot of the video games that have had that as part of the premise. And even though I'm a big Terminator fan, I like to think that I could handle wrestling or punching or making my way through a zombie horde. Robots, you punch them, you're going to hurt your own hands. So I'd rather have the zombie apocalypse. Robots, mate. You just use AI to take them out. <laughs> That's it. Well, this, isn't it ironic? We were talking about me prepping for like the Ed Doomsday, and you brought up AI, and here we are, a question that I came up with before we even knew what the rants were that matches exactly our two Whoa. topics. Unbelievable, mate. That, that, that's what that's, we call serendipity. It is. <laughs> All right, let's see. This is the last here one. Here we go. Are we going to do it? Are we going to run the boards? Right, AI, here we go. Uh, it is, it's a very short one. Would you rather be able to fly like a bird or swim underwater like a fish? I can tell you without hesitation, swim like a fish for two reasons. One, although flying would be cool and I have dreams of flying, I am still, even when I'm flying in my dreams, terrified what happens when my flight stops and I crash to the ground and die. (laughs) So... But you can I love fly. Very- you can fly, though, in this. You can yes, fly. I know, but I'm still terrified of being up in the air. Like, just the fear of, of falling. I, for- it, <laughs> I force myself to go on rides <laughs> that drop me at free fall just to say I conquered my fear. I go on the tallest roller coasters <laughs> to conquer my fear. But if you were to put a thing on me, my wife's like, you're going to have a heart attack. Your heart is racing. I'm like, I know. We're on a Ferris wheel. Look how high up we are. But are you but- not scared of drowning, though? No, which is crazy. <laughs> I went I went scuba diving for the first time probably eight, nine years ago. My wife and I did a cruise, and we did one of those things where you're in a country where you don't have to be certified to go scuba diving. And I had one moment of panic. The first second, I went underwater and said, I am about to take a breath underwater. And yeah. you are so trained, oh, yeah, especially yeah, being yeah. an adult, yeah. not to do that. Yeah, <laughs> so, true. I had to force myself to take the first breath, and it was magic. It, I, I at this point in my life, if I had somebody drop, you know, ten thousand dollars in my lap that said you can only use this for scuba certification, I'd be like, done, uh, no problem, I'll do it right now. I would love to spend so much time underwater and the ability to swim, just underwater like a fish, to be able to just be part of that world. Now I'm reading into it that if I'm swimming like a fish, I can breathe underwater. So there we go. Yeah, yeah, you can breathe underwater. That'd be good. But you were saying you didn't want to fly because you would you'd be scared of when you stop flying and you crash. Yeah. So let See, me, in, let my, me just in my throw. head, my power would sputter for a second, and I'd like. Ah! So in this but, scenario, then I'm just going to throw this quickly at you. If you you're going to die, and you've got the choice of two things, then you're either going to plummet to the floor from a great height, or you're going to drown. Which one would you pick? Oh. See, because that's why you're flying one. You you didn't want to do that because you were 
he was scared right. of that. I think, I think in all honesty, I, I don't know, because I think if you're falling to your doom, you're thinking about it the whole time. But I know it's, it's technically you'd be over in a blink, whereas drowning, you're aware that you're drowning and it may take longer. Mm. Ah, dude, that's tough. <laughs> um, let's put it this way. I think I'd prefer the drowning because of the idea, the mental anguish of knowing the ground is coming up and thinking the whole time this is going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah, true. Well, I'm afraid, mate, we failed at the final hurdle. Oh, we missed running the table. <laughs> we <I> won. <laughs> we still, we still haven't run the table because I would love to fly like a bird. I really mm. would. It would be, oh, it'd be so great, just to just to fly through the clouds and go, you know, look down and everything, and go wherever you want. Be oh yeah, I'd love to fly like a bird. It'd be cool. You want like to be Superman, said. and well, I want to be Aquaman. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I, and I think it's it really is. I haven't I haven't had any negative problems in the water. If I had maybe been bitten by something before, or I had a, mm. a, a drowning scare, that might have. But right now, all I have are positives. And being underwater and seeing the aquatic life and floating in that and being in their world mm-hmm. is the most incredible thing I've experienced as an as a grown adult outside of having my own kids. It was just. It was it was magical. It was like I was in a completely different world because technically you are. Yeah, and I loved it. Yeah, I haven't I haven't done scuba diving. I've done loads of loads of snorkeling. You know, I'll hold my breath and then dive underwater and swim through the fish and all, and it, which is amazing. Uh, and that, yeah, I can I can see where you're coming from with that because that would be that would be pretty cool too. Hmm. Well, we managed to get through it with only oh. five out of six. Oh. Still, it's our best run. I think that's our best one we've had so far. It is, yeah. And wasn't it, you know, it made make good audio, make good TV. That, oh, it's going to the last one. Are they going to, oh, we'll, we'll break for the adverts just before yeah. they do the last one. Definitely. And and for the answer, when we come back. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in next next week for the final one. Really sort of eke it out. <laughs> well, before we call it a day then, is there uh, anything else you want to say? Anything to the listeners out there? Ah, just thanks for listening. I know... Um, like I said, at the beginning of the show, things went a bit quiet again at the end of last year, beginning of this. Um, and thanks, you know, thanks to the listeners for sticking with us and listening to whatever shows that you're listening to. And thanks to you, mate, and the rest of the 60MW team for, you know, still cranking out shows and giving people a choice of what they want to listen to. I know people that listen to these shows don't necessarily listen to, say, the sound check out shows that I do or, you know, the Decade of Decadence, whatever. People... People pick and choose. Again, I'm going to use that term audio buffet, which I like to use for the 60MW uh, output. Just pick and choose what you like. And uh, thank you for for listening to whatever you do. Let me do a little of the uh, due diligence here. And hopefully uh, you'll correct me if I get anything wrong. The website, it's not the 60 Minutes television show, because I know (laughs) you started off calling it 60 Minutes With, and people Mm. would start ranting about the program they just saw on television. But so if you go 60MW, 60, the numerical, 60MW.co.uk, so .co.uk, it'll reroute you automatically to 60MinutesWith.co.uk. There's the website. So much information on there from video game reviews to movie reviews to links to the programs to, hey, you can even check out what we look like. You can hear a little, you can learn a little bit more about us. And had you wanted to beforehand, you could leave us a little speak pipe message, right? Yeah. Now, you know what? We haven't had a speak pipe message for quite a while. 
And it would be awesome if the next time that we record one of these rant shows, mate, that people do it. It's really easy. You just go to the website. You can do it on your phone. It's free. There's just a button that you press on. And I think you can leave up to 90 second uh, message for free. And we'll play it on the next show. So it'll be good. Let us know what you think. Let us know about the rants that we've talked about. Anything at all. Um, yeah. yeah. It'll just take 90 seconds of your time. Either or, something or, you wanted to rant about, a comment on our rant, yeah. or hey, how you would have answered one of the would you rather. I'm always interested when somebody goes, oh, I can't believe you said that. Why didn't you say this? And it's always yeah. a lot of fun. And if you don't want to talk for 90 seconds and just 10, you can do that too. It's fine. Absolutely. Dave, it has been wonderful. I will do my best to make sure we don't go this long without another one, because I know I still have a couple. I have one that I didn't even get to today because of how much time we took, but that's good. That just means we have to have the audience come back for the next rant show. Oh, yes. Like I said, I've got plenty ready, mate. We can always find a rant. All right. Till next time, buddy. Take care. You too, mate. Bye-bye.